Hello and welcome to Coffee Commissions and CPQ, a podcast where we talk about all things related to increasing the effectiveness of your sales organization. My name is Rick Roberts and I'm your host for this episode. Today, Tim Benzman and I will be answering the age-old question, what is sales performance management or better known as SPM? But before we get into that, let's learn a little bit about our guest. Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, I live in Lincoln Park uh, in Chicago. I'm getting married this summer. I have a degree in economics and communication. Um, I got that at the University of Illinois. And I also have an MBA from DePaul University. And yeah, really excited to uh, talk with you today and ready to dive into all things SPM. Thanks for uh, coming on today. We certainly appreciate it. And congrats on getting married this summer. How long have you guys been together? Oh, geez. Uh, I think uh, six years. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. But it, it's in doubt, you know, with everything going on with the COVID-19, they're canceling venues right and left. So I hope uh, we can get married and make it happen this summer. But uh, who knows in this current environment? Yeah, hopefully this comes to a... Uh... A close within the next month or so. We'll see. Depends on uh, depends on a lot of things, right? But obviously, people need to, I guess, social distance, right? I keep looking out the window and uh, I see a lot of traffic going by. It was a little lower for a few days and then it started increasing again. So I, I guess maybe people felt like after three days of isolating themselves, they had done their part. But <laughs> let's hope uh, <laughs> let's hope we can all get out there this summer and get really sunburned from being super pale. Isolating ourselves in the last, <laughs> last few weeks. So, uh, what do you do for fun outside of uh, SPM? Yeah, um, so I really enjoy PC gaming. Uh, I do that quite a bit. Um, I actually built my own computer a couple of summers ago, and just the feeling when you first boot up Windows for the first time, that feeling is incredible. That's like top 10 feelings of all time for me. Um, <laughs> So that was that's always a fun time. And yeah, I, I peruse uh, the streaming services. I'm watching uh, Better Call Saul right now and really enjoying that and um, checking out the new Star Trek Picard series. And yeah, really enjoying both of those so far. Got it. Did you watch uh, Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah, of course. That's like uh, my favorite show of all time. So, yeah, I was <laughs> really excited when uh, Better Call Saul came out. Yeah, so I actually, I never watched all of Breaking Bad. I watched season, I think a while, like a while back, or going back a few years, I watched episode one and two, and then I dropped off. And then I started watching Better Call Saul, and I thought, wow, this, this show is incredible, and I loved it. I really do love it, and I'm wondering if I should just continue, like, riding that train, because that comes before. That's like the, the prequel, right? That's right, yeah. Well, you got to watch them all. I can't re recommend them uh, any higher. <laughs> well, no better time than now, right? <laughs> That's right. So, and if you haven't, if you have time, uh, Tiger King on Netflix. That goes not just to you, but everybody. Tiger King is an incredible documentary, which I promise you, it's full of. You you will experience a lot of emotions while you watch that that show. But it's, it's great. <laughs> yep, that's on the list. Absolutely. So you know. Obviously, you work with, with Canadium. You work with us. Um, but why don't you tell everybody a little bit more about your role at Canadium, um, what you do, maybe a little bit more about, you know, your day-to-day, -day and we can kind of go into how long you've been in the industry and so on and so on. Perfect. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so like you said, uh, I work for Canadium, 
And just for those who don't know, Canidium is a sales performance incentive compensation and sales operation optimization company. <laughs> so that's a, a lot of words to say that we provide strategic, technical, and managed services. Um, so me specifically, I'm the exactly practice lead, which means I manage and oversee the exactly practice. My team is 100% dedicated to exactly. Um, I scope out work, I handle resourcing, and really I just help the team be the best that they can be. So Tim, when you say that it's a 100% dedicated exactly practice, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, it just means that all of our consultants are 100% focused on exactly. That's what we do. That's our bread and butter. And when we get a project, we're 100% focused on making it an exactly project. So yeah, our, our entire focus is on exactly. Got it. So real experts, 100% certified, no solutions, front and back, not floating in between other, other vendors or types of projects. You got it. And so you've been in the industry for a little while now, right? And you were actually on the customer side of things as an admin. So why don't you, you know, tell us a little bit more about that, the, the start of your career and, and really how you've been involved in this industry the last few years. Sure. Yeah. And it's something I kind of fell into. Um, I started out as an admin, uh, just a sales compensation analyst. Um, and I can really empathize with my clients now. You know, I know what they're going through. They're grinding it out. They're accruing expenses. They're pushing payroll out the door. And it can be really stressful. And that's why I'm excited to talk about SPM, because I know how impactful it can be. I know how helpful it can be. Um, and so after I was a sales compensation analyst, um, I moved out into the consulting world and I've been here for about four years and I've seen a variety of companies and industries along the way, all sorts of different companies and industries, small, medium, big. So I really get the benefit of seeing the best of breed and best practices, um, across a wide variety of uh, organizations. Sure. And I'm imagining that that allows you and your team to really think outside the box for the sense that, um, you know, you might see parallels between a bunch of different industries and you've seen this issue before or something like that. You can come at it from a different angle, right? So is there, is there maybe an example of a time where you were working with one industry, but you were able to borrow uh, some learnings from another? It might be, that might be a little hard to answer or unfair to ask since I know you've I mean, I think the exactly practice alone has done over 350 projects, but <laughs> if there's anything off the top of your mind, maybe you could share that. Yeah, you know, um, I guess the the whole world is moving to the subscription-based model where there's a concept known as MRR or monthly recurring revenue. And that has been a big trend in the way in which uh, sales reps are measured. And so if, are you increasing your MRR or are you decreasing your MRR? And obviously if you're increasing, that's a benefit to the company and you should be compensated that way. So we've really seen that be used as a metric across quite a few uh, companies. And that's kind of an exciting um, new way in which people are getting paid. Got it, got it, thanks. And Let's go back to how we started here. So sales performance management, okay, SPM. What exactly is SPM? Because when I had first discovered this industry, right, um, 
because any any time that I was paid any sort of commission, I had no idea what was going on in the background or anything like that, and how that check got in front of me, which probably for them was the best thing because they didn't have to worry about me disputing anything, right? But <laughs> but what is SPM? It's a tough question. I'll, I'll try my best, but let me ask you a question first. Um, do you know who Peter Drucker is? Peter Drucker, no, but I do know Peter Dinklage. It sounds, it sounds a lot like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Peter Drucker, um, he was an Austrian-born American management consultant. Um, he did a lot of writings and philosophical ideas um, that really contribu contributed to the idea of a modern business. Um, he was a leader in the development of management education, and he invented the concept known as management by objectives or MBOs. Um, so this guy is a really big deal. He's known as the founder of modern management. And there's um, a quote that gets attributed to him. It goes, what gets measured gets managed. And let me say that again. What gets measured gets managed. And I, I really love this quote. And what it means to me is that when you take responsibility and properly track your specific metric, whatever it is, you can improve that metric. Um, but you first need to measure it and, and keep track of it and see where it's going. And then only then can you improve it. So for example, do you want to bring more new logos into your business, start tracking new logos. Do you want to improve invoicing? Start tracking uh, territory optimization, sales lifecycle, retention of employees. Start tracking those metrics and, and getting that data. And then only then will you be able to improve it. So sales performance management or SPM is the process of tracking or measuring your relevant sales data in improving the associated processes. And most people find that they need some sort of a specialty software to help them track and measure and report their relevant data. And that's when companies call on Canidium to help them through that process. We'll help them select uh, the appropriate software. We'll help them implement that software. We'll help them uh, manage that software um, will help you in that journey um, of sales performance management. Got it. Got it. So what is the end user view like, right? So how does SPM play into the sales organization? Yeah, that's a good call out, right? Because it, it doesn't just affect um, the back office or the accounting folks or the finance folks. It really does impact the the sales end users. And I've spoken to quite a few sales reps um, and I'll ask them about their commission checks. You know, some of my buddies are sales reps. And I say, you know, do you get any insight into the final amount that appears in your paycheck? And do you have any idea how that is calculated? And oftentimes I would say probably eight out of 10 would just shrug their shoulders and say, I just trust the amount in the paycheck. <laughs> And that, that was me, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that's terrible, right? You know, if if sales commission checks are supposed to be motivating sales reps and they have no idea on how anything is calculated, that's a major problem. It's comp plan designers, 
spend hours and hours pouring into details to ensure accelerate, accelerator rates make sense. And if an employee doesn't know when an accelerator kicks in, then the compensation plan isn't doing its job. It's not motivating that sales rep. So a real benefit, you mentioned the end user benefit of SPM, is that it adds a display layer to the data. It provides a graphical interface where a sales rep would be able to quickly see how much and why they are getting paid a certain way. And because of that, they're gonna see that they're at 99% of their quota. And once they hit 100% of their quota, that's when their accelerator kicks in. So that information is gonna get that sales rep more motivated, more fired up, ready to pick up the phone and uh, make that extra call to secure additional business because they are so close to hitting their accelerator rate. So that's one way in which SPM can play into the sales organization from a end user view. Sure. I feel so naive right now after hearing all that and just trusting people for, <laughs> for much. the younger, the younger version of Rick was, was a naive version of Rick. Hopefully I'm, I'm less now. <laughs> so other than what you had mentioned and obviously optimizing some of your processes, uh, what are some other benefits of SPM, right? Going back to that whole, what gets measured gets managed. Um, what are some of the things that this helps measure and, and manage and, and it's kind of going through that, that short list of those. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it all depends on what you're, what you're measuring. Um, but some examples might be your pipeline or your forecasting. Um, how, how is that being measured and, and can you manage that? Um, sales rep motivation, uh, quota setting or goal setting, territory management, employee satisfaction, um, compensation plan effectiveness. Are you paying the right amount to the right people? All of that are uh, different ways in which um, you can measure things and therefore manage things. Um, but let me give you a little personal story. Back when I was an admin, uh, before we had any sort of SPM software, we were doing everything in spreadsheets. And ranking reports were something that our team produced monthly. It would probably take a week or so to put these together due to oh, wow. any sort of, yeah, like last minute adjustments, pulling a bunch of different sources of data all together, checking the results against monthly statements to make sure that we're pulling in the right amount of data, you know, lots of activity just to produce this report. Then we would send out these reports, this ranking report. And then the sales VPs might have a problem with it. <laughs> you know, someone was too low or someone was too high or something looked off. And so they would kick it back down to us. And our team would just get dejected and embarrassed. You know, we were all depressed. And then here's something that we worked on for a while and there's still problems with it. So we had to take a look at the data. We had to correct the error, whatever it was, and send it back out. But by the time we did all of this and made all those corrections, the data was already stale. You know, it was three weeks ago where, when this data was relevant. So when people lose faith in the data, um, it, it's a bad situation. You know, when, when we've proven that we've been wrong in the past, nobody's going to believe this report. So that's an issue. <laughs> and when we got SPM, when we got our software, it changed all of that. Now this ranking report that we would work on for forever was automated and updated every day. 
everyone had constant on-demand access to the report. So there was no week-long effort to produce the report, no more static data. Everything was on-demand, and there was one source of truth. Um, so that's kind of a story of, you know, a, a bunch of manual effort. Then in comes SPM. We automate it. And there's no more manual creation anymore. It's just something that people can pull on demand. So um, that was one way in, in which SPM really impacted our business. Yeah, and it, honestly, it really sounds like you need to, if you're not using an SPM solution, uh, it sounds like you really need to have the best version of your admin show up every day, right? Because even, <laughs> but even then, um, somebody on their best day is still liable to make a mistake. Even if it's just a simple, you know, wrong keystroke or something like that. And next thing you know, you're having this big blowout argument with a whole team. And obviously, as you're saying, if you've been wrong in the past and how it affects um, everything kind of moving forward. So that's, uh, I mean, if that's, that story alone is, is a major case study for a need for something like an SPM solution. <laughs> what is a typical SPM journey look like? If you could break it up into three stages. Yeah, it, it, that's a good call out. You know, it's not a binary thing. It's not you have SPM or you don't have SPM. It, it, it's more of a journey. That's how we look at it here at Canidium. And we, we kind of put it into three different stages almost. So stage one is really just making sure that you have everything in place. Um, are you measuring the data appropriately? You have your data that's been cleansed. Um, that's a big issue is dirty data. Um, so the first stage of SPM is really just data management, making sure that you're administra administrating your comp plans effectively. Um, and maybe you have some self-service reporting. That's kind of stage one. But then you can move into stage two, then it becomes a little more advanced. You have stage one in place, you have the base layer. Now you're kind of getting into some some of the cooler aspects of SPM, maybe, maybe like um, sales coaching, maybe quota and territory management, maybe dispute resolution, um, plan document um, analysis. Those are kind of the, some of the next level stuff that you could maybe think about doing once you've already set the stage for stage one. And then there's like a stage three. We don't see too many people get into this stage three, um, but stuff like predictive analytics or modeling or forecasting, or maybe even some really cool dashboarding that you can do, that would be kind of stage three. Um, so it's a journey, you know, it, it, it's not, um, like I said, a binary thing, yes or no. It's something where um, it gets better and better every year. And the more data that you have, um, the more analysis you can run. So um, yeah, just a note to everyone out there that's thinking about um, getting some sort of an SPM tool. Um, it, it definitely is something that takes time and it's a absolute journey. Got it, got it. And so going back from more of like the business perspective, going back to that, how does SPM impact the bottom line in revenue, right? Because I think obviously you've made the case for why an admin would need an SPM solution, but at the end of the day, in order for them to go to a decision maker, a director or a C-level, um, or really just talking to, if we have any directors or C-level um, listeners today, 
how does SPM impact the bottom line revenue? Why should people in sales ops really care about SPM? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, I would encourage everyone to take a look at a financial statement of a large sales focused company. You know, these financial statements are available to the public. All you need to do is go to a search engine and type a company name and 10K, and that will bring up uh, a financial statement. And um, once you open that up, look under operating expenses, and there should be a gigantic number <laughs> allocated to sales expense. And this number represents a huge investment on behalf of the company. Sales expense would be all of the commission related to paying your sales reps. And the question is, are you investing wisely? Is that gigantic number being put to use correctly? Are you paying the right people for the right performance? Um, and that would be a reason why you should care about SPM. So you can measure that sales expense and you can measure if it's being used correctly. And so, you know, we mentioned that's kind of the bottom line, why you should care about it from an expense point of view. But you, you mentioned sales operations and, and why should they care about SPM? My favorite part of the job is when I can tell a client, I've just turned a 40-hour process into a five-minute process. The idea of automation and the relief that I can see from them. <laughs> and I know the pain and, and I can see it. Um, they're they're hunched over their keyboard. They're uh, you know they have non ergonomic setups. <laughs> These reports that they're cranking out are are causing them to have tense shoulders. You know, I, I can. It, it's just a real pleasure to make that all go away. To automate some painful process is just a pure joy. Um, so you know, getting rid of that is is why I would encourage sales ops folks to care about SPM is automating away those broken processes that are causing you to hunch over a laptop and to crank out um, whatever report it is each month. You know, that is something that should be automated away um, using SPM. Sure, and I'm, not, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh on this end, just imagining like somebody is saying, hunched over a keyboard at the <laughs> 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 <Non -arena. laughs> <laughs> and then just kind of like looking up with a with a smile on their face, but yeah, no, that's that's incredible, and I'm sure, you know, at the end of the day, with what we do and, and being responsible really for customer success and being able to turn that 40 hour process into five minutes, so that especially now, right? I mean, I'd hate to kind of keep beating uh, a dead horse here and talking about COVID. Like every time you log on social media, it's all any headline you see is, but I think. <laughs> right. It's 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 reminded us of um, well I guess it's reminded us not to take things like time or or money um, for granted right when the business is going well and things are working well enough sometimes people will just say well it's it's working well right um, but now when time is obviously of the essence and people have to scramble and try and make some plan changes and draw changes guarantees and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, having to do that on top of realigning your compensation plan so that the strategy is better aligned to your, with your sales org and your, your corporate goals. Um, you know, it's like you need, you need like 40 hours in the day, let alone a week, right? So, um, having a solution that's able to provide that so that they can get back to some of the more, um, 
I don't want to say important, but more like high, high level, more strategic things versus just little changes. Um, obviously that, that right there alone justifies the, the cost of, of selecting a vendor and implementing that. So thanks for sharing that. Cause I think that, that the last two things that you've covered, um, if there's ever any kind of ammo, somebody needs to go to a board or a decision maker and say, Hey, I need this. Um, I think that that covers it all. <clears throat> so, where do you see the world of SPM moving in the future? You know, why is it important to have these foundations set up today? It's, it kind of sounds a lot like um, one of those scenarios where if, if you don't get on the ship now, then, you know, the, the next few years aren't going to look as bright as they could without something like this. Yeah, I would just say that the world is moving towards automation, I think everybody can feel that um, manual processes in the back office of an organization are being moved to automation and it, it's just the natural flow of things. So from my perspective, it's kind of sink or swim. Um, you want to set up that base layer of data that we talked about that stage one of SPM. So you can do the more advanced things that um, will benefit your organization in that stage three that we talked about. So getting started now will allow you to create that base layer that you can improve from. So yeah, I would just encourage any sort of automation and SPM will definitely allow for that, that type of automation in your uh, sales performance um, area in your organization. Great. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I'm sure all the listeners are able to take away um, really the answer of why SPM. What is it and why does a organization need that? So thanks again. We really appreciate it and hope to have you back. Sure. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. So thank you, everybody. Again, I'm Rick Roberts. This is Coffee Commissions and CPQ. Definitely keep a lookout for some coming episodes. Where we're going to discuss things like CRM. SAS, CPQ, uh, what is it? All those kinds of things, why you need to know about it, and then even go even more into the nitty-gritty. But for all things commission, CPQ, or sales performance and process management related, certainly subscribe. Thank you.